Okay, we're going to talk about topics that are related to wine, either for Kiddush or for the Arba Koises, like for the four cups on Pesach. So what are some topics that are questions that are commonly asked with regard to wine and the like for, for Kiddush and for Pesach? So number one, the question that often is asked, is there an Indian or topic that specifically the wine should be red as opposed to white? Um, so number one, we have uh, we have a rule. It's brought in Shochanach, chap in Hilchas Shabbos, in chapter two and seventy two. It says clearly in the Shochanach of the Alter Rebbe, in Sifdalit, says Yain Lovan, white wine, Mikach and olive. You can make Kiddush on it, and you don't need to go out of your way to get red wine for Kiddush. Is unless if the white wine is better, definitely you don't need to go out of your way. Look, if you can get better wine and it's red, then then you should, because you should honor the Shabbos with a better wine. In Hilchas Pesach, we find more than that. He says, for example, that there is a concept of having red wine on Pesach. Why is there why is there why why is there importance of having red wine on Pesach? He says, Mitzvah, this is in chapter Tafayin Bez, this is uh, 472 in Sif it's a mitzvah to make a point of trying to get red wine if you don't. And he says, if the white wine isn't better than it. And this is because it says in Sefer Mishlei, I believe it translated, do not see the wine, you'll get red from it. Some, to the idea, I agree. The idea, though, it's showing there is that the wine, in, in essence, is generally red. So, the, so that's what the theme of wine is. It's a red color. So why would you deviate from the theme of what the color needs to be? As the Altarebbe says, mashma, it's implying that the chashivusa, the importance of the wine, is when it is red. Right? So even if you want to say that on the other days of the year, you don't need to have red wine, you know, on Shabbos and the like, but, that, but, but, uh, but when it comes to Pesach, there is a concept of trying to have red wine because it's a zecher, it's a remembrance of the blood that Pare would shecht, he would kill uh, slaughter B'nai Yisrael, and use their blood. And then he quotes at the end, brought from the Taz, nowadays that there are goyim that make uh, libels, blood libels that we use in Chas blood from, from non-Jews, to, so therefore many have stopped to use red blood, <laughs> sorry, red wine. But in essence, uh, if it was not an issue, then it's, red wine is definitely a preference on Pesach, um, and again, throughout the year, it's not as in, in much of an issue as long as it's a good quality wine or the better quality than the other wines you have. But it's also very important to point out because many people think oh, if it's not red, it's automatically white. That's just not the case. In the, the Badi Ashokhan, authored by Avram Chaim Na, so he, he has a sefer called Saisa Shochan, chapter 80. And in his um, in his in his notes called the Badi Shochan over there in Sif Katanov, he says, "Don't in, in the intent when we say white wine is not what people call white wine. Anything that's not red is automatically like just white wine." Um, he says, "No, this is also considered red wine. The intent of white wine is where it's literally lovan beyoser. It's really really white." Now the way I interpret that. How I understand it is that there's different, you know, today we know, you know, rosé or, you know, that's that's a reddish color, pinkish. yeah. But you also have golden colors, 
which I believe would also be what he's referring to, if it's like a yellowish color. So it's also in the form of red. And we find this in halacha elsewhere, where sometimes yellow can be considered uh, in the general degree of red. But if it was like a real pale white color, on that it would be the, what the poskim talk about when they say white wine. And again, it, all this is, 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 is l'chumra. Yes, it's true, there is a, a opinion, you know, there is an opinion who is very stringent about white wine, but the poskim don't follow that approach. Rather, they take the approach that it is um, that it is kosher, and that is and, and that's the ruling of all the poskim, including the Alter Rebbe. Okay, let's go on to the next wine topic, which is what about um, we'll talk about bishul, bishul like yain um, mevushal, cooked wine. So there's different dinim that apply to it. For example, let's say. Um, if a goy uh, touches the wine, or some are more stringent than if he's looking at it, or so maybe you know, or maybe by a person who defies Shabbat, defiles Shabbat on purpose, maybe by a Jew, some are stringent also in certain regards. But the point is, is that if a goy, um, you know, is moving around the wine, it's, it will make it non-kosher at least as a rabbinical decree uh, or stringency. So if it's cooked, so then it doesn't have those issues. So some ask, one second, if it's mevushal, so then it's not a problem for, for a goy to move around, but then seemingly the bracha shouldn't be bari uh, anymore. Why so? Because we know that wine needs to be fit to pour on the mizbeach. It needs to be fit to pour on the altar. And the wine that they poured on the altar, if it was cooked, it would not be kosher for the mizbeach. So therefore... We don't want to use wine that was mavushal. But on the other hand, um, on the other hand, many, many already the earlier postcom say, well, we don't necessarily have that the, that the wine that we use today that we are doing mavushal, it's not making it ruined. It's, 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 why is it that yain mavushal is a problem? Why is it that wine that's cooked is not good for the music? Because it ruins it. But uh, many, but today, the wine that we cook today doesn't ruin it. So, for example, the tour in chapter Rishayim Beza, we said he quotes the plethora of poskim. Reb Shemaya writes in the name of Rashi that if it was cooked wine, you can make a. Uh, uh, he, he wants to say it's a shahakal, and the Ritz Geo says that if it was cooked, um, you also say shahakal, and so writes Rav Haigon that if it was cooked, it's shahakal. However, the Balaitor says that it's definitely Bari Priya Guffin, and so is the view of the, the Rabbin Otam, the Ri, and the Rosh. Okay, the Rambam's view is that if it was, you know, cooked, it's also not proper to uh, use it. Yesh mi shemater, so some allow. But, but the modern posts can say that nowadays, the wine that we, Yain uh, Mavushal, is not uh, ruining the taste. Maybe what they were talking about was where it was a ruined taste. Today's wine, it's not a ruined taste. And that's just the way they make them. And they're, they're usually, the way they do bishul, they cook them is in, in, in pipes that are closed. And it doesn't even uh, necessarily change its effect. Even a big connoisseur wouldn't know the difference. Um, and who says the cooking that we do, fistur is considered really a normal mavushal, which the poskim talk about over the earlier times. So, so there's many questions on it. And the general custom is, that non-mavushal wine 
Maybe there's room to be stringent upon if you didn't have not mevushal wine for making kiddush. But if you don't have, but if it's not, uh, if it's mevushal, it's also fine because it's probably not in that category what even those other Rishonim, like the Rashi and others were talking about. And the ruling of the Altarebbe and, and others is that Yain Mavushal wine that was cooked is, is, is fine for Kiddush. And the Shulchanach in chapter 272, 278, it says you can make Kiddush on cooked wine, right? and that you can't. Some say you can't. And the Ramah concludes the Minigas to do so uh, to make kiddush on it, if you don't, unless you have better wine, and that's also the Alter Rebbe's ruling, and if it's a good wine, so then it's certain, certainly fine. And then um, the, the last topic uh, we'll, we'll talk about, which is I think the most important of the three, because those ones are more like you know stringencies perhaps, but the most severe perhaps is the idea of grape juice. Grape juice is a much more severe topic. The reason is because by grape juice we find that uh, there's a whole, real serious question if it really is considered um, a brach of hagafen, hagafen. Do we really say bari pari hagafen on this? Or should we say shahakol niyadur, like a juice, like a, like a, like a non-wine um, form of juice? The reason to say that it should maybe be a shahakol is because the way that they produce it, there are maybe different options of how they make it, but the general popular way is that they do the concentration of it which is they just take out all the, by heating it up, they take all the water out of it. it turns almost into a thick uh, paste or syrup or, or somewhere in between those two stages. And it's just not fit for eating at all at that point, not fit for drinking. And then at some point later, they add water to it, many, much time later. So that adding of water is like, okay, now it makes it taste like a juice, but what was it until that point? Did it lose its status of, of, of making a brach on it? of a guffin and intermittent in that in-between time. And that's, that's really the question. And um, some say that indeed it lost its ability to make the bracha. Shevet Levi is of that view. Um, there's others that are of that view. Mincha Shlomo seems to be that it's not, uh, it lost its ability of that bracha. And now it's a, it's a shahakal and you should not use it for Kiddush. You shouldn't use it for Kiddush, and you shouldn't use it for um, Arba Kosol, the four cups on Pesach. So it's uh, something to be stringent about it, I would imagine, to, at the very least. On the other hand, there are opinions, plenty of opinions that say that it's okay for her four cups, and it's also okay for Kiddush, because at the end of the day, maybe we could compare it to another theme mentioned in Shulchan Aruch, where it talks about, let's say you had uh, raisins. It's also in chapter uh, 272. It talks about, let's say you had uh, the dregs um, of grapes on the bottom, and, or you had like uh, seeds and stuff, and you put a bunch of water on it, and the taste wasn't only that mixed with the water, but it was also like a full-fledged flavor went into it, and it's like as you know, like a real uh, subst- substance of wine mixture in there. So then he says you could make a bari pri hagavin. Some posts can talk about if it's one six. One sixth of the total content is you know, like a grape in it. So then it, there's different measurements and different opinions. But the point is, is that there is room definitely in both directions. There are, you know, very, very heavyweight poskim, I guess we'll, we'll call them, who, who are against using grape juice for making a hagafen and for um, making a, a kiddush, and certainly not to make kiddush on it and uh, not to make uh, for the four cups. And there are those who are also saying, no, it's, it's, it's very legitimate. 
Um, in any way, even if one maybe it's difficult for them to drink wine, first of all, they have low alcohol level wines as well today, but even if it was difficult, one perhaps uh, proper solution could be to mix the grape juice and the wine. So let's say somebody is very difficult, they can't drink wine, and they really need to have the grape juice, but on the other hand, they want to be, try to be stringent in this. So if they could maybe make a mixture of the two together, that would be of help because also the wine in there is, is the wine, and, and, and the amount of grape juice that was mixed in there, at the very least, is, no, is much better than mixing it with water. So it has a status of a, a more safer according to all opinions. And indeed, there are some, like in the Badatze Edecharesis, I think they, some of the wines, that, the, the grape juice that they used to put out, they actually made it those instructions that they're the grape juice for the four cups of, of, of Pesach and for, um, and the like, you should actually mix a little bit with wine.